Good day to you. You are listening to the Path to Zion podcast where we are rediscovering the ancient way. Thank you so much for tuning in today to give your time to hear what we might talk about. I hope that it's something you anticipate. I hope it's something that you look forward to. I I still love doing this. I look forward to every time I turn this recorder on. My my hope, my prayer, my entire goal is to say something that will be beneficial to us, to those who are in Messiah, who are striving to live as Christ, to lose our life for his sake and therefore find it, to be in the pattern of Yeshua Messiah, the suffering servant, to be conformed into his image, into his likeness, moment by moment by moment by moment of each and every day of our lives. With rare occasion, I just remember my old mindset of Christianity. You know, my Baptist, for the most part, Baptist upbringing um, in Midwestern um, United States. And just what I was extended um, as belief, as doctrinal understanding, and just patterns therein, principles, if you will, of how to live a Christian life. And man, I'm telling you, God is so good. He's so kind to give us the circumstance that he himself orders, despite our rebellion, despite our running from him, despite our disinterest, and he pursues and he pursues. That's why the the beautiful story, the testimony of those who have been redeemed and purchased and, and born from above has got to go out to explain to people that, you know what? He did first love me. He first loved me. He pursued me first. It's nothing of my own doing or, well, when I got serious with the Lord or, you know, when I did this and when I did that and when I answered the call of ministry upon me, man, I'm telling you, we don't do much. Now, we have a lot to do and that takes a little bit of unpacking to speak to very clearly, but man... Anything we even do to rightly respond to the call of Yahweh God that goes out to every man, all we do, all that enables us to even respond at all comes from Him. Through the gift of His Holy Spirit where we're, we are convicted and we are stirred and we are moved and we are undone and then we are given power and strength and ability to even respond to that awareness And go to the Father, however we go, in repentance, in the willingness to be undone, in a willingness to the best we know how at that time to literally give away our entire lives and identity, it's all a work of the Father. It's all a work of the Father. So I'm recording this early this morning. I've been outside just walking my property, praying. The sun's just now starting to pop up over our ridge here. And man, I'm just I'm just moved. I'm moved at the goodness of God. I'm reflecting specifically this morning about how this this home, this acreage, this area right here, this little speck of land upon this earth and how the Lord just brought this to me and my family 
brought it to us. I mean, delivered it to us on a beautiful, beautiful plate. (laughs) And said, you know what? Take a look at this. I'd love to go into the details, although they're unnecessary and, you know, a little too personal, I guess, for a, a recorded podcast program. But we shouldn't be here. I for sure shouldn't be here. I should possibly be in jail. Or at best in an apartment somewhere strung out on drugs and alcohol and pornography. I should be alone. I should be a vile man. Reaping the benefits of a a life of rebellion and sin. Self. That should be me. That should hands down, without any question, be me. If I got what was due me, if I was, if I got, and even incrementally speaking, if I got, if I reap the 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 benefit of my life, getting ready to have a birthday, doing a little bit of of retrospect. But specifically this morning, I'm just thinking about how we landed here and again, how this, this specific part of our life was, was just brought to us in the goodness and kindness of my Abba Father. Completely undeserved, unearned, walked right into. And we've lived here, you know, we're going on, we'll be going on five years here before long. And I too am guilty of of driving around the mountainous areas here and in our region. Be like, oh man, look at that place. Look at that. Kristen, my wife. Look at that place. Oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. Could you imagine? Look for us. Look at all that flat pasture land. Look at all that flat land. Oh man, what could we do with flat acreage? And we laugh, and it's innocent, and I'm not being overtly hard on myself this morning, which I know if you listen to the program, you know I tend to do. But I was just convicted rightly and softly and gently and tenderly by my father this morning of just, you know what, God? This is perfect. You're good. (laughs) You're good. If you listen to my last podcast, I believe it was the last episode, I was talking about how mere days ago, I just had this encounter with the Lord where the good father came to me and said, I'm, I'm for you, Joel. I'm not against you. I know what it feels like, son. I know how you feel. And I'm not saying it's not true. You know, that's the thing. Once we become mature spiritual men, you know, we don't, I don't need to hear anymore. Man, brother, you're just deceived. (laughs) That's not really that hard. That's not really how those people feel about you. That's just the naughty devil talking. You know what? Can we just can we just wise up and say, you know what? Sometimes these things are very true. <laughs> They're very true. No, I I do get a pretty good dose of of um uh hey, I don't want to hear what you're saying. <laughs> it's just true. 
Now, we don't have to be pouty babies about it, about it, but it is factual. And many people say things we feel, things that we do, things that we bring to someone else. Well, that's just a lie. You're just listening to the devil. I don't feel that way about you. That's not even possible. Instead of just, you know what, I'm going to pray into that. I don't feel like that's true, but, you know, I'm capable of being that way. I know I am. (laughs) Me. Man, what lessons I've learned over the last five years specifically to say, you know what? Man, I don't agree with you at all and what you're presenting. But you know what? Hey, that could be very true. And guess what? I am am prone to be deceived like any other man outside of listening to what the Spirit's saying. So thank you. Man, that stinks. Boy, I don't like it now. (laughs) Wish you could have said that a little different or... A little more gentle, but hey, might be truth. But just today here this morning, this is going to be very brief. I promise it's like for real will be brief. (laughs) Not 35 minutes. Oops, sorry. I thought this was going to be short. But as the sun is now rising here, and again, it's beautiful. The colors, we're surrounded by hills we sit at 2500 feet and the trees and the 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 rolling views just you know not even a quarter mile from here i could walk right now and overlook a beautiful stacked tiers of mountains the sounds the smells the quiet stillness where i can hear the voice of my father without so much drama and noise clamoring about. I'm just thankful this morning about the things the Lord has done. And so as I just walked around, <laughs> praising my Father, telling, telling Him what He, all the things He already knows, but you know what? He, he longs to hear His children speak. Listen, I mean, I know I'm a good daddy. Not the best, not flawless, full of problems, full of issues. Full. Well, okay, here I am again. I'm not full. I'm not full of issues. But they do reside in me. I have struggles. I have error. I have emotion. But you know what? I know I'm a good dad. And that's okay to say, right? I mean, surely we're not so worried about pride and arrogance, we can't even say that, you know what? The miracle of the Father's done a work in me, friend. He's made me a good dad. I never even wanted to be a dad. <laughs> He's good. He's good. And I'm part of his handiwork. And what he does is good. <laughs> and so just thinking through that, like, even a, even a good dad, even like a good husband, a good friend. Man, it's still good to hear. It's so awesome to hear my son say, I love you, daddy. Write me a letter. You know how children are. You're the best daddy in the whole world. This we do, this that we do, that that you said, <clears throat> excuse me, said the other day. You're, you're just such a great daddy. Man, I don't need him to tell me that so that I know, but it's about the hearing. It's about the hearing. 
And I don't know how Abba Father is because he's perfect and he doesn't need what I need. He doesn't need anything. He lacks nothing at all. But sometimes, I'm thinking of this in the moment, I'm thinking sometimes when my son writes me a note and and says that I'm just a great daddy and like names something I've done, I'm like, oh yeah, he, he does think I'm a good dad. He does know that. I was wondering, <laughs> I was wondering for a while. I wonder if Abba Father is like that. I wonder, I was, man, I, man, I needed to hear that. I was beginning to wonder if Joel thought I was a good father. That convicts me right here in this moment. I wonder if Joel remembers how good I am. And so we need to tell the father he is good. He is right. He is true. He is perfect. He is righteous. He is holy. And he's a loving father. So I'll begin to bring this to an end with something a little bit lighthearted. Albeit briefly. (laughs) This would never be called, Welcome to the Lighthearted Podcast. (laughs) Episode 1. Year (laughs) 4. That just doesn't really happen much here. (laughs) There's plenty other podcasts where people are talking about Happy things. How to be a happy Christian. <laughs> Episode 4 million, and it's the same as the last 3 million. Well, anyway. This is what transpired mere moments ago this morning in my prayer time. I'm walking my property, and I'm just praising the Father for being good, for reminding me He's for me, for reminding me He is with me, not against me. thinking about how his love endures forever. I taught on this years ago here when we used to fellowship here at our home. I thought I taught on how I I felt like the Lord was teaching me a principle at that time and I was really spending a lot of time around that verse specifically about how his love endures forever. And I I remember clearly that I that I just had the this this clarity at that time that his love endures forever through us. The perpetuity of his love, the ongoing reality and substance of the love of the Father is defined as enduring forever. It's continuous. And enduring, we know, we talk about endurance a lot on this program. Enduring is a lifestyle. It's an attribute. One who endures. I'm one who endures. We're set. And the Father's love endures forever through his people walking in an awareness of his love who, of course, had at the outset a regenerative experience that where you were even capable of rightly receiving and then reciprocating the perfect love of the Father and thereby by us, in us, through us, in this, this ongoing reciprocal relationship with the Father and with others, His love endures forever. Through every war, through every circumstance, through every catastrophic event in humanity, through denominational breakdowns, through through violence, through lies and slander, confusion, doctrines of men, religions, sects, denominations, belief systems, fights, arguments, 
co-laboring alongside the brethren, enduring. Through all of these things that we could name all day long, his love endures all of these things forever through his people. A living demonstration of the uh, eternal love of the perfect father. And friends, I just want to challenge you this morning, in what ways is that present in your life that maybe you just need to heap some accolades on the king? You need to just sit down with your father, look into his eyes, and say, your love endures forever. And I'm going to walk in an awareness of your love right here, right now. I'm going to bask in your love. I'm going to rightly receive it. I'm going to first and foremost possibly for the first time, deem myself worthy to receive your love because by your order, by your ways, by, by your extension of it to me through Yeshua the Son, I will receive this gift of love, see myself as worthy because I'm your creation and it's your plan and your way, not because there's any good in me, but because you formed me and in you I am good because what you create is good. Your love endures forever. So let it endure forever in and through me, O oh great Father. Right? We are called to be ones who are living demonstrations of the love of Yahweh God. Not just carry out his commands, not just present truth, not just stand up for righteousness and judgment, not just be this and this and this. But I would say the greatest overreaching thing that we see culminate in Yeshua Messiah in perfection is, you know what? His love is enduring through me right here, right now. In this moment, in my generation, in this age, his love will be demonstrated to the kingdoms of earth. And even, can we take it a step higher to to principalities and powers as a reminder when you look at my life you will see the enduring love of the father in and through my life why because i walk in a constant awareness of his goodness and i'll say this and i'm going to be done i'd like an episode that's very small and concise today to maybe pick up some other people that literally just don't have time as i'm praying this and i'm kind of wrapping up my time this morning by myself excuse me, by myself here outside, other than this part, of course. I'm, by this point, I'm on my driveway, and we have two power lines, um, phone and power, that, that cross our driveway diagonally and go into our house. <laughs> and I stop, and I'm raising my arms, and I'm praising the Father, telling Him He's good. You're so good, Lord. Thank you, God, that you show me that you're with me. And I'm praying over some things. I'm kind of wrapping up this time that culminates in a, in a theme today towards some things that I'm just really pressing into. Lord, speak. Lord, speak. Please give us, give us understanding towards what you're asking of us. What, what do we need to do in the natural to be pleasing in your sight, God, in this exact time frame of our lives right now? There's some things on the table that like, I've got to be found obedient. And I cannot be found depending at all on what I want or what I don't. 
Praise the Lord that any one of us can get to a place where you know what? When we weigh decisions, when we weigh circumstances, we don't decide according to what we want to do and what we don't want to do in any way. That has no place. Unless God gives you the freedom to say, you know what, son? This is, this is, you're, you, you're, Door one and door two are good with me, son. Choose. Choose. Now that happens. That does happen. That does happen. Let's be clear and full. Sometimes door one and door door two are pleasing to the Father. But most times, most times, a choice has to be made where we give ourselves to hear the word of the Father to give us instruction to go left or to go right. It's his directing our steps. And so as I'm doing that towards some matters and culminates to end my time with, you are so good to me, God. But there are some things, Lord, again, I'm going to ask you kind of where I've been, the theme for the last four or five days. Lord, remind me you're with me. Remind me you're near. In this season of a lot of turmoil, Lord, remind me, please, you're near. Remind me, oh, Father. Abba, Father, Remind me, your son, that you are close to me. Would you continue this this theme that I've had for the last five days? Remind me, oh Father. Remind me of your nearness. Remind me that you're for me. And literally, as I'm praying that prayer, something happens. This huge drop of water falls off of the line above my head and lands right on my face. (laughs) as i'm praying for joy and nearness of god and closeness and oh father would you just be near i just need you i need you close oh great father (laughs) please show me that you're near this again huge drop of water falls and and if you ever wear glasses excuse me wear glasses (laughs) and waterfalls somehow supernaturally right in between your lens and your eye (laughs) that's exactly what happened and my very first thought was natural my very first thought was natural my instantaneous thought was natural well thanks a lot father are you kidding me i'm being honest my very first like millisecond response was thanks a lot (laughs) right now really and literally within a full second (laughs) the next increment of time within a second span I begin to smile and I began to laugh and I began to praise my father that he sees me and he is good He sees me and he is good. He sees you, friend, and he is good. Whether you've known that for 50 years or if that's a new revelation, he sees you and he is good. He is a good father. And even this morning, I have to believe that he caused a little bird to land on that line. Or a little breeze to come. Or a leaf to blow off of my dogwood tree and flutter down and tap that line and knock that water off. Right onto his son's face. 
to say, you know what, son? I'm in control of every single thing. And I knew that drop of water was right there on that line over your head, right here on your tiny piece of land in that state, in that nation, on that little speck of dirt on the earth that is my footstool. Son, I see you. I know you. My love endures forever. And you continue to declare my love till your dying breath, Joel. And so, friends, it's the same for any one of us who are willing to lose our life for the sake of the Messiah. Because I'm telling you, only then am I going to find it. Only then will any one of us find it. We can find success. We can find ministry. We can find fame. We can find honor in the eyes of men, respect, glory, position, and titles. But we won't have what I just had in my driveway. It's an exchange. I'm, I'm a firm believer of the exchange lifestyle. You can have all that now. I can have that right now. But I pray it away. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want, I don't want that. You know what I want? I want a drop of water to fall on my face. And I feel my father smiling on me. That's what I want. Because what? I want to hear myself, my name, be called a good and faithful servant, a pleasing, pleasing son. When I actually behold the face of the king. That's why everything here right now matters. That's why this just average Wednesday, that's why it's not just a mere average Wednesday, people. This is a day where I'm going to be conformed to the image of the Son. I'm going to study. I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray in the Spirit. I'm going to train my Son. I'm going to teach my wife. I'm going to wash her with the water of the Word. I'm going to deny my flesh. I'm going to go to bed more like Yeshua the Messiah than I am right here, right now. In. In the love of the Father. His love endures forever, friend. It's made it, it's made it all the way here to us. And now we have the gift and the privilege to carry it on to next generations. However, however many remain. We can be carriers and bringers of the enduring love of the perfect Father. Amen. Check us out online at patdesion.com. Drop us an email, patdesionpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know where you are. Let us know where you're listening. We've got listeners popping up this month in Singapore. Thank you for listening. I don't know how in the world this happens. It's incredible to me. Um... Lord bless you, wherever you are, endure. Labor into the works of the Lord. Um, we need help here. I'm just going to keep saying it. I'm saving up money for some equipment so I can do some legit recordings with a different type of microphone and perhaps some video abilities. I'm telling you, I need, I need help. Somebody could send me, I'm just saying an example, right? And you can stop this now 
and continue and can consider this frivolous. That's like that's fine. But if anybody's still remaining listening, like I'm just saying, if somebody sent me $500, it would completely take what I can do right now and turn it on its head in a good way. Something that small, something that insignificant to someone could like literally take this and like I've never ever had that to do anything with before here. We do tiny things in tiny increments. We boost posts financially speaking. In the, when there's a message that I feel the Lord is just saying, Joel, you've got to get this out. You've got to get it out there. And so we'll promote things. We'll, we'll advertise episodes. Why? Because there is an insatiable longing to advance the kingdom, to awaken the church. To what? To help anyone else who might listen to this program. And people actually do. It's incredible. I promise. It's not just me and my, my cousin and my mother. <laughs> What if people rediscover the ancient way because of us? Because of us. What in the world? That's <laughs> an incredible endeavor. It's an incredible responsibility. It's an incredible blessing that needs certain things to take place. Let's just be practical. Unless I turn this on and record something, and unless I give myself to physically stand and pray and lift my hands and commune with my Father, I've got nothing to say. I've got nothing to say. We have no purpose. But if we do something, if we give ourselves to something, it can actually come to life. Yahweh God can breathe life into something that we do. So would you prayerfully consider helping us in any increment, in any measure? This is no ministry. This is no organization. I can't send you some receipt and, and write off. And Man, I got nothing. I've got nothing. But yet we have something. We need help. Would you consider helping us? Should you feel compelled to do that or if you already do that and would like somewhere else? It would be used, I would like to say, as greatly as I know I can be entrusted with anything. So let that be what it is. Thank you for listening. If you want us to come to where you are, your home, your gathering, your Bible study, your congregation, man, contact us, please. I'm telling you. I want to I just share the love of the Father with anyone who might have ears to hear. If you are anywhere in our area, contact us. I'm looking at a church right across the road from my home. It's a 100-year-old church building. We have a key. We gather there. First and third Thursday evenings, come see us. Come visit us. Come experience what God, I am convinced in faith, is going to do in that building of those little... Those, those small four walls of that old, old church. Come, join us, be a part of what we're doing. More importantly, in final closing, be a part of what the perfect Father is inviting you to do to share in the enduring love that he himself has bestowed upon mankind. Be blessed. We will see you next time right here, patdesign.com. Amen.